fellow geeks! Welcome to another episode of Stolen Fate. As usual, we have Chase as our fearless game master, M as the confident crunk, Katie as the gentle gingham, and Tori, that's me, as the quippy jack. This is the audio version of our actual play video series, which you can watch over at youtube.com slash level1geek. This episode starts with Chase summarizing some important details from last time. Now, let's roll. In the ledger, first of all, you you gathered the dead woman's name from the ledger because it was her ledger. Uh, her name was Hajek. And she had a notes in the ledger talking about the card that you guys found in the ledger. The card slipped out of the ledger. Card was the vision. And she had notes that it was a chaotic neutral card of intelligence that represents obtruse knowledge, sudden insight, or instability. And her suspicion is that more cards from the same deck must be somewhere out there in the world. And that this one was a special version of the vision. Very rare. She noted that one Dyral Mirnes, owner of the Harobaro, might know more. And then she had noted that the Harobaro isn't a shop, but a traveling business whose proprietor wanders through the Grand Bazaar and at times elsewhere in Absalom. The notes also indicate a few nearby people who have a close connection with Dyral. Eric, <laughs> this name always trips me up. Ericanesh runs a reliquary. Aaron owns a tattoo shop, and Clemeth owns a scrapyard. And you guys were able to find a map in that office as well that cross references those three locations as a tattoo parlor, a antique shop, and a scrapyard. Also, a footnote at the end of the session, Gingham, you also found some loot. You found some scrolls. In the room, a scroll of quench, a scroll of heroism, a scroll of slow, and a scroll of telepathic bond. Crunk realizes as we're leaving that his good buddy, his good friend, Jack, is still a bit injured. Pats him on the back, this little glow of healing. Gotta be prepared for whatever comes next, Jack. Oh, wow, that really helps. Thanks. (laughs) You know. Anything to help. Uh, now, which which location do you want to go to first? Uh, let's see here. Jack will look back at the map. Do I have any personal experience with any of these shops, Chase? Could I maybe roll like a society or something? Yeah, sure. Go and roll me a society. That'll work. Ooh, I happen to be an expert in society. Oh, how about that? Although my intelligence is not very high. Let's see here. Very average. Extremely average 26 on that. You know, the uh, Grand Bazaar is a very large place with a lot of shops, so no, you've not personally had any experience in any of them. Well, I've always thought about getting a tattoo, so maybe we start there. We could get friend tattoos. I Let's think about that before we... Huh. I mean, yes, of course, we haven't known each other for probably that long. We could get individual designs that aren't related to each other at all. Uh, yeah, plus I think we need to work Gingham into the group a bit more before we just, you know, of course, run off and get group tattoos. Oh, uh, yes, obviously. obviously. Are you feeling okay, Crunk? You've, you're acting I'm, a little... I'm feeling a little <laughs> extra, honestly. Yeah. Your eyes are really wide. Yeah. I'm just kind of 
I can just, and he kind of like just punches a hole in the wall. Oh, oh, right. oh. oh. okay. Huh. Sorry. Whew. Okay. Okay. You magic. You, you good? Yeah. You sure? We're about did to you go. See the way wander. that I just smashed. I did. I did see that, and that's why I wanted to make sure you're okay because we are about to go outside into an extremely crowded area. I won't hurt anyone. Thank you for reminding me of my true self. Okay, and no disintegrations out there either. <laughs> of course not. Okay. Um. Also, let's just leave the talking to me when it comes to the dead body here. Are we going to uh, tell people about that? Hmm, yeah. Well, we? I mean, we probably... We'll probably need to come up with something. I will follow your lead, Jack. All right, let's try and make a quiet exit here. Jack is going to creep to the door and try and slip out, like, when people are not paying attention. Okay, and you guys did talk about last time that you were planning on contacting the authorities, right? But you mm -hmm. didn't do that yet. Correct. Awesome. All right, yeah, you creep out of the door just fine. It's It's really busy outside, like, people moving about. You kind of blend in pretty easily. So yeah, you guys head out into the Grand Bazaar. We blend in. Do okay. Jack blends in easily. How 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 well does Crunk and Ginga pretty, blend in? Pretty well. The Grand Bazaar is full of a wide variety of folk. Like okay, there's a lot of uh, different types of creatures out there. Like there's different kinds of poppets around. There's probably other flesh warps. There's all kinds of ancestries you could think of. There's constructs. There's illusions. It's a it's a pretty wild place. Wow. Okay. Cool. Um Gingham's gonna tap on Krunk's leg. Um I'm very short. Could I be on top of your shoulders and look around some more? I of course. Um you don't, you don't have to. No 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 I was just wondering like is this gonna be like a bird situation where you want to sit on my shoulder and shit on my armor, or I don't, I don't know how this works. Made of cloth, you can't really do that. Well, I really hope I don't snag you on my spikes, but here, you know, hmm. pick you up with one hand and press it. <laughs> it just like... gets unraveled and has to roll a new character. <laughs> yeah, I've got like humongous spikes all down my arm, and you could just like kind of cling on to one. Yeah, Gingham, like, one arms around one of the spikes. Well, oh, this is nice. You have oh. very nice armor. That's actually my skin. Oh, I like it, too. Ah, please don't <laughs> pet me. It makes me feel aggressive. Oh, I'm sorry. Not normally. Not normally. It's just the spell. Of course. I won't do that. Alright, so as you guys head out into the Grand Bazaar, and you guys said you're he heading to the tattoo shop first? Yeah. Okay. Oh, before we leave, could I maybe try and sabotage the door so it stays closed and isn't able to be easily opened? I know th oh, yeah. that the... Okay. I I think Jack plans on telling the authorities at some point, but I so want you to... Try to... You want to try to fix the lock and get it to lock yeah properly. i just want it to i just want people to not be able to wander in here in the same way that we did and discover a dead body yeah give me a crafter a thievery okay i'm much better at thievery wow it's a plus one to crafting and a plus 22 to thievery uh it's a big difference <laughs> big difference 
difference. Big difference. Big difference. Okay. 26. Yeah, you know, the door wasn't that terribly sabotaged. You're able to get it back together working enough. Lovely. It's like they just forced the lock and it kind of popped out of place. You're able to do a quick fix up and, and get it working. Great. Okay. All right. Now that that's set, we can continue on our way. You know, I figure we'll tell the guards at some point, but we probably need to get a bit of a head start before spreading the news about this whole thing. What if other card holders come to uh, had the same vision as all of us and they come here and they get blamed for this crime well Mm. it seems like we aren't the only people interested in these cards and so far the other people we've met have been unfriendly so so you're suggesting we take care of ourselves before others yes that's generally the way I operate. Smart, of course. Smart. I mean, it's kept me alive so far. <laughs> well then, I will follow your lead. Right then. Tattoos. You guys head out into the bazaar to head to the tattoo shop. Now, three moves ahead is in the southwestern region of the Grand Bazaar, uh, right on the outskirts. And the tattoo shop is actually the next closest location. It is just a good trip to the Northwest. Now, time of day, I'm going to say it's probably about noon at this point. And the uh, Kraken's Ink Tattoo is not terribly far away. It would normally only be maybe a five-minute walk. But the Grand Bazaar is so packed and so hard to navigate that it's probably a good half an hour travel to Kraken Ink's tattoo. But before we get to the tattoo shop, let's talk a little bit about, for, for the viewers, because you we've gone over this with the players, you guys have these powerful cards that you started with, and we introduced them in the previous session. But I don't know if we talked a lot about the mechanics of what they do, so let's just go over them really quick. And then, Gingham, you actually feel a pretty strong connection to this new card that you've been given as well. Same as your other cards, when you hold them, you feel like they have a power that you can tap into. And you guys have naturally kind of learned the power of the cards that were sent to you. Mechanic-wise, you guys can have, you know, you can, you have 10 points that you can invest in in Pathfinder 2nd Edition. You guys can invest five of these cards, so a hand of these cards, as one investment point. So, Gingham, you have a second one, but as soon as you get a, a good possession of the card, you become familiar with its abilities, just like your other card. So really quick, what is your original card, the Empty Throne, do, Gingham? Like, what's the what's the cliff notes of what that card does for you? I overwhelm a target within 60 feet with helplessness and loss. I get plus pluses to knowledge checks. And yeah, because it represents great loss and wisdom from those who are now gone. Very nice. All right, so Tori, why don't you give us the quick cliff notes on your card, The Rabbit Prince? Yes, so The Rabbit Prince says, represents the unreliability of hand-to-hand combat and how even cunning foes can lose to lucky novices. As long as I have this card, I get a plus one bonus to attack rolls that I make as a readied action. I can also use the card whenever I miss with a melee weapon strike once per day, and I can re-roll the strike with a plus one bonus. If I hit, 
and this is the main reason I haven't used this yet is because if I hit, I have to make a flat check. And if I fail the flat check, my weapon becomes broken. And if my weapon is already broken, it becomes destroyed. Oh yeah, isn't your weapon broken? Did I break your weapon last yes, time? Yes, you did break my rapier last time. So actually, as we're moving through the Grand Bazaar, Jack is going to be looking for where he might be able to get his rapier Hey, quick repairs here! Look at that rapier! That's a sad sack of metal. You want me to fix it up? Do gold. I'm not paying that. Are you kidding? It's a ripoff. Well, All right, fine. Take Jack. your shitty rapier. Jack. What? Are you able to continue fighting? such a thing? Well, no, but I'm not going to give it to that guy. He just called it a shitty rapier. I'm the best in the Grand Bazaar. I'm pretty sure that he wasn't Your rapier's not. Not yet. I think that he's just talking about how it's currently damaged, as in it can't do its job right now, rendering it in a shitty condition. Not that the rapier itself is shitty, right, good sir? I don't know. Seems like the owner's got some shit judgment, so it might be a shit rapier. Yeah, I'm out of here. I'll take my business elsewhere. Suit yourself. Get your repairs here and you go walking away. Yeah, yeah is there anything on the tables? Is there anything in swipeable distance? There's a new rapier. I want, is there, are there any daggers? Yeah, there's some daggers. I want to swipe. All kinds a, of weapons. I want to swipe a little dagger. Yeah, go ahead and roll me a thievery. Okay. Chase, may I um, accidentally distract the the person who's working there? I'm going to just like start profusely apologizing for my friend Jack, and I'm going to shake his hand. Be like, listen, friend, um, I just want you to know that I don't think that you're like a terrible uh, person who has bad judgment in weapons. My friend is just very sensitive about these sort of things and defensive about what they own. And I like to do a diplomacy to distract this person on accident, not realize Yeah, I like all. it. You roll me a diplomacy. Jack, roll me a thievery. I'll wait Yeet to see if Krunk is going to help. Perception. Okay. I Can got I... ranked in diplomacy. Oh, no. What well, were you I... hoping to do? I just wanted to distract him. Do like it with aid? diplomacy. <laughs> but I don't have a 20, though. I'm not helping. I did not. You're not hurting, though. That's true. All right, getting him with that 34 perception. Let's see what my thievery turns out to be. That's a 33 thievery. Sweet. What's your perception, game? 34. 34. Okay. Jack swipes a dagger. No problem. The The person seems completely distracted. Gingham, well, this uh, repairman is shaking Krunk's hand. It looks like he's going to go try to swipe Krunk's uh, gold pouch, but then he notices you there staring, and he seems to realize that you're a sentient being for the first time. He kind of nervously just puts his hands to the side and it's fine, it's fine. You'll be on your way. You're keeping business away. Gingham's up on my freaking. Yeah, Gingham's like leaning off of one of the spikes, like, What are you doing down there with your hand? Oh, I was just shaking his hand. Uh, oh, no, not you, him. Why even business? Don't make me get the town guard. Move along. Get your to, repairs. Are you trying to shake up my friend here? Jack comes back. Trying to back. shake up your friend. Listen, get your shitty rapier repaired and get out of here. Do I need to call some guards over? Do oh. I need to call some guards over here? You're trying to swipe my friend's gold. Loitering's a crime. Let's just call it even. 
fine. Jack will walk away. Okay. <laughs> Y'all move on? Yeah. After we get away from the shop, though, he's going to twirl the fresh dagger in his fingers and show it to Crunk. Well, I think we uh, got the better end of that deal. I don't understand. He'll well, look up at Gingham. Jack. Gingham will it, get quiet. It's okay. It's a, it's a fair trade, I think. Yeah. As you're right. twirling the dagger, Jack, you realize that it has an engraving on the blade. Oh. What? It's, what? Like it's just been recently polished, and there's engraving that says, For Victoria, be safe. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this was a custom. You're yeah. going to get in trouble with somebody for sure, for sure. I'm so excited for that to happen. For Victoria, be safe. Huh. I wonder who Victoria is. Well, hopefully she'll be safe without this. He tucks it in <laughs> to his bandolier. Uh, Crunk, would you like to tell us about your card, the Paladin? Oh, yes, of course. the Cliff Notes? <laughs> The Paladin is the card of ultimate defense and righteousness, being a good, strong boy myself. I can use a reaction on a failed uh, saving throw, either fail or a critical fail, to increase a degree up by one success. That's only once a day. And then my other thing that I can do is I can have an extra shield block reaction. Except for right now, because you're very confident in your Thanks, <laughs> you Thanks Tori. That's so funny. Hey, I Thanks, got Tori. You. Anytime. Thank you. Very mm, good. I want to go over those cards because they're kind of central to this campaign. So I just want to make sure that our viewers keep up to date on what the cards are all about. So speaking of, do you all have your original cards invested? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Gingham, would you like to invest the vision? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, you feel knowledge swirl around your head as you invest that. It's a very powerful feeling. These cards feel almost a little intoxicating, like you can breathe more clearly, you can see and think more clearly. These are strong magical items, and you can feel it. All right, very good. You can guys... I seek out a new repair shop. Seek out a new repair shop. Excellent. Yes. Uh, Romeo Society. Here's my thinking, everyone. I'm not trying to distract from this story here, but I don't know what we're going to find at the tattoo shop, and I would rather go in with a full weapon fantastic yeah you uh you find one along the way there's just like a little smithy stand there's a a dwarf gentleman that's running it gray beard before i approach i would like to grab some dirt and sort of i guess i look a little rough anyway because i got beat up but i'm i want to try and make myself look a little more destitute i want to look a little rougher you want to be pitiful yeah exactly pitiful Mm. yeah and then okay, I'll go and me a deception. Okay. I do have a disguise kit. Would that help here? You want if you want to go to those lengths, yeah. Um, I don't want to spend Picking a ton out some of time. Makeup? <laughs> Maybe a little. Nah, I, I guess I'm right in the middle of the market. I won't I won't spend that kind of time. I'll just do the normal deception. Cool. Let's see that roll. That is a 34. Very nice. 34. Yeah, you know, you're you're pretty good at making yourself look nice and roughed up. Yeah, if you don't have the coin, move along. Please, I I just need this repaired. And this is all I have. I was going to give this to my late wife, but she's not with us anymore. So I don't need it. 
please. I just need to get it off of my hands. It's all I have. And I really need this repaired. He's, and I'm going to slide the, the dagger that says for Victoria across the desk. Oh, God. Other half's going to kill me if I keep taking these sob stories. All right. It's going to be a couple hours. I'll have it for you ready. Make sure you swing by today. I move shop after the evening. Thank you so much. You have no idea what this means to me. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. I pack up at eight. You'll be back here before then. I will. I will. And I shake his hand profusely. Sorry for your loss, lad. Thank you. I'll be back later. Uh, and I'll wander off. Did you just pay with the dagger for Victoria? Yes, I just paid with the stolen dagger. That's so good. We're trading so, up. <laughs> yeah, it's no longer my problem what happens to that dagger. <laughs> Chase is like, oh, here's a thread. I'm going to make you pay for this later. And I'm like, nope, I'm getting Take rid of that. that. thread back. <laughs> can have that right back. <laughs> All right, you guys are heading to Kraken's Ink Tattoo. Now, really quick, before we start this next scene, I do need to talk about a special system we're going to use. This section of this campaign uses the influence system, which is a special rule system in Pathfinder 2nd Edition. It's kind of fun, but it can get a little crunchy at times. So I am going to simplify this down a little bit so we can just kind of power through this section. Well, basically, the influence system is a way of tracking reputation with notable NPCs, and you earn influence points. You start at zero, you can get up to eight. If you get eight influence points with somebody, they love you. They're a dear friend by that point. They trust you. And at different tiers of influence points, you get different perks with these NPCs. The influence system is designed so that it's not just like, let's just roll a bunch of diplomacies. It's learning more about the character and basically trying to, you know, share common interests, exploit their interests, exploit their soft spots, like things like that. It's trying to diplomatize somebody without just using the diplomacy skill. I'm just going to let you guys pick a skill to influence and I'm going to let you choose. I'm going to tell you how many influence points you're going to earn Per time limit, and I'm going to ask you guys how long you want to spend with the person. So rather than go round by round, we're just going to figure out how long it's going to take. We're going to roll some skills, and we'll go from there. All right, you guys reach Kraken's Ink Tattoo. Kraken's Ink Tattoo is an old business in the Docks District, but the shop secondary stall is in the Grand Bazaar, and uh, you guys can see that there is a good deal of business going in and out of this place. Like they definitely have clients. Somebody go ahead and roll me a flat check if they could. Katie, do it. At 12. 12 on the flat check. Okay, so you guys walk into Kraken's Ink Tattoo. You rolled a 12 flat check, correct, Katie? Right. Okay. It appears that there is a couple of half-orcs that are just leaving. Looks like they have some fresh tattoos done with some, uh, looks like, magically treated transparent bandages wrapped around them. Uh, you can see some nice arm tattoos down the biceps. Uh, very good work. What are they? Uh, what are the tattoos of? One of them is of a cockatrice with the fire from the mouth breathing out and spiraling down the arm. Uh, the other one is of Desna with big butterfly wings behind her back. Uh, any of those, Crunk? Jack nods to the half-works leaving. I mean, 
maybe we'll, we'll see we'll see we'll, we'll see what we find i guess <laughs> they looks pretty cool these two half orcs appear to be the last two clients that were inside the shop and they're currently leaving as you guys walk in, you can see there is a little yellow female kobold that looks like she's cleaning up. Uh, like she is one of the tattoo artists. You also see a gentleman that looks like this. He is a uh, pretty handsome, tall human. He's got a black, is it, is it a chin strap goatee, I think is what that's called. Going from uh, the side of his face down to his chin. No mustache. And he's got some nicely styled, combed back hair. Wearing a red scarf and a sleeveless black shirt. He seems to be sweeping up the shop. Appears to be human, right? Appears to be human. Okay. And this kobold finishes cleaning up and turns towards him. All right, Aaron, I'm going on break for a minute. Any walk-ins come in? You got it covered? He gives a very gentle smile and nods. I'll take care of it. Thanks, Nara. What are you guys doing? Let's table talk for just a second. Sure. We are going to these places because these people may have some sort of connection to Dyrol, who owns the Harobaro, right? So right. basically what we want from these people is information about him slash the Harobaro. Does that sound right to you guys, Katie? Yeah, basically the, basically the notes mm-hmm. told you guys that Dyrol would be the most likely to have information about these strange cards that have been popping up. So we found these people to help us find Dyrol. Got it. Uh, uh, hello there. Oh, hey, um, good afternoon. Name's Aaron. Uh, maybe you're recommended here, uh, walking in. Do you need a tattoo? Uh, maybe. We were looking. The name's Trent. This is my friend, Kenneth, and my other friend, Grace. Nice to meet you both. Uh, as I said, I'm I'm Aaron. Benamaya, uh, I, I own this tattoo shop. Uh, oh, I do pretty good work. If you're if you're looking to get some ink done, yeah, I saw those pieces on the half orcs walking out. They looked pretty nice. Oh, do you have so. some examples that I can browse? My name is Kenneth. Uh, yeah, sure. I've got some samples for you. If you saw the two that were walking out, uh, my associate Nara did the cockatrice. She'll be back a little bit later. She's going on break. I did the Desna tattoo. Uh, I do all kinds of, oh, no, I just do styles of all the different deities. I think they're all, all beautiful in their own way. I don't judge. Uh, I like to stay out of that conversation, but uh, c- come take a look at my ledger here. I can show you some examples. At this point, as you guys are kind of getting your initial introduction with Aaron, he is an influence target, if you would like. So let's do our initial discovery. You guys can each do one of these. You'll just get the one unless you want to do some more backgrounding on this person, but you can either roll an art lore or a scribing lore if you would like to be able to relate with a tattoo artist. You can do a perception if you just want to try to get a general vibe check as you're talking to this guy, or you can do a society if you want to see if you can recall hearing anything about him or maybe you know, if, if, overhearing information about him, basically. I All was right. thinking that I would look through his things and, like, see what they are and do a society check to see if I could, like, knowledge on any of the styles or anything. But I don't know if that fit into anything you just said. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can roll the societies you're looking through if you would like. Okay. I'm going the to... The DCs of these are different, and you don't really know which one is easier or not. It just kind of varies per person, but... Wow. 35. Crunch. 
35. I, I had a 17 and I rolled an 18. Excellent. Yeah, let's get all of your rolls and then we'll go over <laughs> what this gets you. I think Jack will just peruse the shop generally. I, I want to make a perception check. So I think he's kind of just looking around for any personal effects or anything that gives any hint about what Aaron is into. Yeah, go ahead and make me a perception. You also can opt out if you don't care, or if you don't want to, if your character would not. Not as good. 25. All right. And uh, Gingham, anything you want to do here? I would like to be a thaumaturge and roll esoteric lore at a minus two. Yep, let's do it. Okay, just take two off. 25. Two has been taken off. (laughs) Gingham and Jack look at each other and just shrug. Yeah. (laughs) Gingham, this is not really a creature that you're able to study he's just a person and you know you're not able to glean anything socially from this jack as you look around the shop it looks like a pretty standard tattoo shop there's nothing super telling about his personality now crunk you know you're looking through the books and the samples and you know he's chatting with you as you're talking and looking through as well so you got a success so what a success will get you is when we go to do the influencing you guys can basically tell me how you want to influence him, right? Like you can choose any skill you want. You can tell me how you're trying to do it to influence him. And the different skills and what you're doing is going to affect the DC. But Krunk, if you would like, you can use your success to get one of the easiest ways to influence him, or you can get one of his weaknesses, which is something you can do to try to make the checks easier. Or you can try to get his resistances, which is things that if you do them are going to be bad and make him a little more closed up. So which Ooh. one of those would you like? That's a really hard pick. Does anybody have any preferences or should I just pick one? Crunk seems like the type to find common ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and do that. What are things that are good ways to influence him? All right. The easiest way to influence him, he seems very timid. As he's showing you his work, he seems a little self-conscious. Despite being a very handsome and, like, fit human, like, he seems very small in personality. He's very timid. Uh, He looks pretty easy to shake down. Also, he, despite being timid, you can tell he's very excited about his work. So talking about his work through crafting seems to also be a good way to uh, relate with him. That's what you get. That's a discovery over. Now, if you guys wanted to vet this person more before you try to interact with him, you could do that. Or if you just want to try to chat with him and earn influence, basically, you can tell me what you would like to do. And then I will tell you how many influence points that's going to get you per hour. And you can choose how long you want to spend with this person. And if that's just a few minutes and you don't really care, that's fine. And I'll give you what you get. Um, Arhen. Do you mind if I take this book and discuss with my associates while Uh, um, you go about your business? Yes, that is, uh, I'd prefer if you keep it in the store, but please uh, show it off. And uh, if you want a tattoo done, I have walk-in opening right now. It's kind of rare, but uh, let me know. How much do those normally run? It'll cost you two gold per hour. I work as fast as I can, but not too fast that I sacrifice quality. Do these tattoos have any magical benefits? They can. Those are a little bit trickier. You must be quite talented, then. What goes into such a thing? How long would a small magical tattoo take? A small magical tattoo, I could probably whip one up in, in maybe four hours, but it's for appointments only or recommendations. One of my uh, 
VIP clients is what Nara calls them. I, I feel like that's oh, a who little... would one of those be? Perhaps we'd run in similar circles. You would you would know it if you had one. S- sorry. It's kind of hurtful, Aaron. I no, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be offensive. It's just um a, a word of mouth type of thing. Some people are irresponsible with magical tattoos, so we like to make sure that we trust who's getting them, if that makes sense. I would hope you understand that I am a very trustworthy person. Uh, no, you you definitely seem like one. Are you trying to intimidate him, Crunk? No. Okay. He's just like a little offended. But, if it but, takes but, that intimidatingly, then that might be him. It's it, it's kind of just um, a policy, if yes. that makes sense. Speaking of word of mouth, it would really be a shame if word were to get around that you're turning down clients because they aren't of a certain echelon. I am trying to intimidate him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you go ahead and you roll me and intimidate. Now, is anybody else going to do anything to try to work with Aaron? You don't yeah, have to. I do but... want to try. I just wanted to talk to everybody so I could get Gingham in to talk about crafting with him. Mm-hmm. Then I got really involved in the conversation. Craft. I mean, you can. Like, as Jack is starting to go back and mm-hmm. forth with him, you can fill Gingham in if you want. Okay. I, you should talk to him about, like, craft. He's very proud of his craft. And I, I, you seem like you make these trinket bubble things. Maybe you can relate to him. Yeah, I could do that. Can you do that? I think so. All right, I'm excited to see your work. Now, maybe you should get in there before Jack makes him piss his pants because uh, he's kind of a frightened, frightened little little lamb. What do you call a baby deer? A baby Fine. deer? Oh, yeah. I'm going to go do that. Gingham will hop off your shoulder. It's a long drop. Long drop. It's like an eight-foot drop from my shoulder. Okay. I'm three feet tall with three-foot legs. Three feet at the hip. Foot tall Gingham <laughs> looks down. And then looks at Crunk. Uh, can you put me down? <laughs> Little shake Just off. Just shoulder check ah. him down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack, you got a 37, which is a critical yeah. success. Okay. So we'll we'll table that for a minute as we see what everybody else is doing. Okay. I guess we're going to roll this crafting. And what are you doing with the craft? Like, what, how are you trying to influence him? Apparently I'm not with the 24. With Jack's Intimidate... Gingham was going to come in with uh, talking about the magical crafting and like, oh, yeah, I understand how that could be an appointment. And I want to know how you do that. He seems so nervous around Jack that he doesn't even seem like he can focus on you, Gingham. Actually, looks like he's getting a little scared of you. Like he's starting to maybe feel shook down, ganged up on. Yeah, Jack is is putting his feet to the fire, as it were. And he's starting in on things like, is this place even up to code? I mean, I don't know about these sanitation practices. Maybe that's why you're not wanting people to come here. He can smell blood in the water, as it were. And so he's really trying to push this guy. (laughs) Excellent. And are you doing anything, Krunk? Krunk is in the background, like behind Art or to the side of Arhan, just like trying to cool the situation down. Oh, I'm sure that if it's policy, policy is created for a reason. And it's not like this man hates me because of who I am or anything. He just doesn't probably know me, Jack. That's probably, it looks fairly clean, but I mean, I don't know anything about this practice. You're right. He doesn't know you at all. He was making assumptions based on how you look. So wait a minute. 
Are we factoring prejudice into this now? What is this uh, operation you're running, Aaron? I can try and roll diplomacy. I can cool. get a nat 20. Let's it's, do it. It's uh, very upsetting that I am um, one. I've never played a character that was untrained in diplomacy. This is very <laughs> difficult for me. Okay, 14. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you two are nice almost try. just enhancing the intimidation. He feels like he's getting shook down. Now, Jack, you're gonna you're gonna earn two influence points right out the gate. Now, remember, eight is the maximum, and basically, for every half an hour that you would like to spend interacting with Arn at this point, and I mean, he's kind of scared of you. So, I mean, you don't have to be shaking him down the whole time, but every half an hour you spend with him, you'll earn two more influence points. If you want to hang out and check out tattoos, get a tattoo yourself, anything like that, you can earn more influence points uh, for Um, every half an hour. Okay. As I am talking to him, I would also like to analyze his idiolect, which is a feat that I have. Basically... When I interact with someone for at least 10 minutes, I can later attempt to impersonate them. And I get a plus four bonus to my checks to do this. But I can only have one, like, person in my brain at a time. Are we going to see Tori just mimicking me this whole campaign? (laughs) (laughs) So Jack thinks that Aaron is a pretty good candidate for that, seeing as they have similar physical features. So... Who knows if this will be useful later, but he is going, as he's shaking this guy down, he's also going to be paying close attention to how he talks, how he holds himself, all that kind of stuff. Okay, no, listen, I'm I'm so sorry. Can, can we just start over? I didn't mean to offend anybody. You're right. It's a, it's a bad policy. If you want magical tattoos, my entire inventory is open to you. Um, I'd be glad to give you whatever you need. Walkins available right now, if you want it. I would um, love one. Yes, I can pay. Uh, okay. Yeah, Why sure. Why don't we sit down and have a conversation while you work? That sounds great. I love that. So uh, that okay you guys are going to get... Did anyone else really, really, really want a magical tattoo? No. Okay, cool. This is... So for two influence points, the first tier here with, with Aaron, uh, you guys get 30 experience. He will give some information as you discuss. And then also all of the tattoos sold by Kraken's Ink Tattoo, which is part of the Grand Bazaar book, are available to you. So kind of really like the greater enveloping light, but that's quite expensive. All right, let me just get you the uh, price lists, just so you know that the two gold per hour was for uh, basic tattoos. The components that go into magical tattoos are... A, a bit expensive uh, four hours for any of them and i can have it done here's uh, i mean they, they start at 50 gold and they range up to quite expensive but uh it, here's the list if you want to take a look now i'll add you a a book of this time now these are mat he has a book of magical tattoos you can look through uh just so you know the designs are a bit more set in these ones just because of the way that you place the ink activates the magic so i can't go too freehand with these ones so I hope you like the designs. I'll make it look as good as I can. Oh, we uh, we can we can take a look here, and Crunk uh, will take the book and angle it so everybody can see and flip through them with very careful, large fingers. He's quite adept at handling books, despite his humongous, gigantic size. You see this one? It provides healing every round. It's called Greater Enveloping Light. 
I didn't name him, by the way. That's too bad. It's a wonderful name. Yeah, it's all right. You gonna get that one, Crunk? It's not very good. How, how much is this one? That one? Uh, 360, I think is what it says there, right? Holy shit. Uh, what kind of racket me, is this? Let me consult my... <laughs> I mean, they take expensive components. No, of course, I'm sure that you're not cheating us or anything. I, let me just consult my my pocket here, and I'm going to pull out my coin purse, and I'm going to shake it, and the sad clink of 24 gold happens. Maybe I can pick something else. Yeah, yeah. if, if, you, can, if you can afford it, uh, any of those, uh, I'll do it. Yes, Gingham taps Crunk's leg. That's the one you want. I was thinking about it. I feel, uh, you know, my healing ability is a little limited, and Things like to hit me. <laughs> oh, and Jack. Remember when he, like, almost died from the, the hits that happened? I mean, on the road. I can I can pay for this. But that's quite a bit of gold, Gingham. I know. I'd be sure to pay you back if you didn't mind. Here My finances are tied quite up in trade at the moment. Wait a minute. Side eyes, Aaron. You just you you're just walking around with three hundred and sixty gold in your pocket. What? Who are you? I have a lot of pockets. And Gingham just hands the gold to Aaron. But you do a very nice job. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Are you free now? Four hours. We can get started. The yellow kobold comes walking in. Hey, uh, everything okay, Aaron? He seems to let out a sigh of relief. Oh, um, yeah, just some walk-in clients, Nara. I hope you enjoyed your break. These, uh, these nice folk had a recommendation for magical tattoos, so I'm going to get it started, and if any of the rest of them want one, would you mind uh, doing it for me? She uh, kind of narrows her eyes at all of you and nods. Yeah, well, I'll take care of it. Uh, can I get anything else for any of you, or are you just going to hang out? I've got some business um, elsewhere in the market anyway, so I'll be around. I'm made of cloth. I mean, we can do tattoos on you, magical or not. Normal tattoos yeah. would be easy. Not the first puppet we've done. Oh, right. That's okay. I don't know what they want. I'm sorry, I didn't quite get your name. Nara. You're... Nara? Nara's a beautiful name. My name is Crunk. Crunk the flesh warp. It is a pleasure to meet you. And I I actually get to make uh, impressions with performance. Because, Chase, there is rumors that go around based on me. I have the tall tail background feet. Oh, I rolled so All bad. Right. 23. 23? Mm-hmm. She gives a little smile. All right. Crunk the flesh warp. Nara the kobold. Oh, fantastic name. Lovely to meet you. Uh, which seat should I sit in? I must warn you, I am quite heavy. You want uh, me just to stand there? I can do that as well. <laughs> you just uh, inked up a minotaur over here, so uh, that one will work just fine. Uh, Aaron's going to do my tattoo, correct? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be doing it. I, I try to take the magical tattoos if I can. Um, Nara's great. They're just a little complicated, and uh, I have more experience. Yeah, you can just say, Aaron, that you don't want to waste the materials if I screw it up. No, it was, it was only one time, Nar. It's fine. I must say, I quite enjoy the little relationship you two have. You've obviously been working with each other for quite some time. 
Uh, yeah, Nara here opened the shop with me, so um, <gasps> she's great. You must tell me how you met. And I'm going to sit down and I'm going to try and keep the influence kind of rolling here, Chase. For sure. Um, and get my tattoo while everyone else does their thing. I like it. So are you two leaving and going elsewhere? Well, the blacksmith said my rapier would take a couple of hours. So mm-hmm. it was my assumption that probably at some point in the middle of Krunk's tattoo process, I would want to go pick that up. For sure. If there's yeah. anything else useful that you and I want to do, Gingham, while we're out, then we can also do that. You guys could gather some influence, uh, not influence, but some information about how to influence the other people that we have to talk to. That's true. Maybe we start tracking down the other leads a little. Okay. Well, as Crunk gets settled and starts the conversation, Jack will gesture Gingham over toward the door and he'll put a hand on Aaron's shoulder and give it like a f- friendly yet intimidating squeeze and say you uh do a good job now for my friend here yeah i I always give it my best uh, i swear all right i hope that's true and he'll pat his back a little hard and walk out the door Aaron gets some tattooing supplies he seems like he's a caster of sorts he mage hands them over to himself his eyes start to glow a little bit as the tip of the needle glows and he starts going to work Frankly, frankly, Krunk is a little bit like giddy over the fact that he was just so protected by his good friend, his good buddy, his old pal. <laughs> Somebody looking out for Krunk. Somebody looked out for Krunk. That was so cute. All right. Before we get to your influence, Krunk, the other two of you, if you want to spend the four hours gathering information, tell me which location you want to gather information about. And yeah, we'll go from there. Let's see, Gingham. There's a uh, an antique shop and a scrapyard. Mm, by the looks of you, you're sort of fifty percent of both of those. So, which would you rather visit first? I do like scraps. I make so many things. That's true. And Jack holds up the jade bobble that you gave him last time. Some more useful than others, but you do make a lot of stuff. All right. Here's another one. And Gingham just pulls out a fear gem and hands it to Jack. I want it to be the canon now, Chase, that we don't ever see Gingham crafting these things. But (laughs) it it does happen, but we never see it. And they just somehow always have a new thing to hand. That is hilarious. I love it. Oh, great. I'll hold on to this, I guess. Well, put it. On your weapon. Oh, right. Well, I'm going to save it for the other weapon that oh. is getting fixed. Okay, but it will break at the end of the day. Oh, not very durable stuff then. Okay. I'll make another one. And you just fine. dishes out time bombs? <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> and it'll explode at the end of the day, so you better use it. Okay, let's head to... Clemeth, Jack references his hastily scribbled notes, Clemeth at the scrapyard. All right. So with Clemeth, now you're able to get your your rapier, first of all, Jack. So about two hours in, you know, you swing by. Here you go, lad. What is new? 
thank you so much. This, this, I just can't believe how generous you were with all of this. I will be telling everyone I know about the quality work that you do. Of course. And it would just feel wrong to take this from you. So consider this one on the house. I'll hand you the dagger back. Dang it, Chase. <laughs> this will just sit on a shelf and gather dust. I can't take an heirloom from someone, especially not one that honors such a memory. Victoria truly was so special. Thank you. You hold her tight in your memory, lad. I always do. And he clutches he it to up his, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Jack does too. And he clutches the dagger to his chest and leaves with a nod and, and heads off into the crowd. As Jack does that, Gingham will walk up and place like four gold on the table and pat it and then follow Jack. <laughs> Excellent. That's more right. than the other shopkeeper was going to charge us. That's hilarious. <laughs> the guy's a softy, and that's a it's yeah, that's fine. Jack thinks he got a deal. I mean, I guess he did. Either way, he didn't have to pay. It's just Gingham paid. <laughs> Gingham's becoming our sugar poppet. <laughs> sugar poppet. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> All right. For information on Clement, you guys can either roll diplomacy if you want to gather information. You can roll in engineering if you want to try to chat with some of the local engineers around the area. Or a labor lore, if you have it, if you want to talk with the labor force. Or you can just roll a society if you want to see what you can gather. So diplomacy, society, engineering lore, labor lore. Or esoteric lore. You sure can. Let's see what your strange books and junk tell you about Clemeth. Oh, that's pretty good. 34 with a minus two. 34 with the minus two is a success. So once we get to Clemeth, we'll give you one of the things. Do you want me to roll as well? Yeah, if you want to. Okay. Go for it. Jack is just, he's just chit-chatting with people. He thinks that the engineering and labor side of it sounds pretty boring. So I think he's going to just use diplomacy and generally be friendly, which he is capable of. Let's see it. 33. 33 is also a success. So you guys will each get to pick one thing once we get to the influence section for Clemeth. Great. All right, Crunk, you're getting your tattoo, right? So it's going to take four hours. So we're going to go over some keynotes as you're sitting here getting a tattoo done and chatting. One thing is very clear. Arn is very talented. Nara comes over periodically and does some healing magic to kind of take some of the pain away. But it's uh, it's a good process. So first off, What's some things you're talking about? He tries to make some friendly chat. So I think that I'm going to just talk about how I just really care about finely crafted things, how much I like my armor. It looks so fancy um, that I feel like well-crafted items help give good impressions to people. Is there any questions or anything you have for him? Because you have a purpose that you're trying to influence him for, right? Mm Mm-hmm. As part of my conversation about liking finely craft things, I am going to flash my card that I have and try and like read him. Like, don't you think that don't don't you think that this is well crafted? Look at the art on this. And I'm gonna see if he like has any sort of like visible reaction to that. Okay, excellent. We'll go first couple hours in the tattoo here. Mm -hmm. Oh, ah, that looks familiar. 
Was that? Did did you get that from Dyral? He usually has a lot of those unusual Haro cards like that. I actually use a lot of his Haro cards that he shows me for design inspiration. Do you really? I have been looking to get a full set of this at some point. Where does does Dyral sell them? Uh, yeah, he has a cart called the Haro Borrow. He's got the biggest collection I've ever seen. You, you didn't get that one from him? If I told you the story of how I got this card, you wouldn't believe me. Oh, I'm sure it's a great story. You know, I actually haven't seen Dyro in a few weeks. He's kind of a good buddy of mine. It's kind of a long time. I hope he's okay. What does um, he normally do besides manage a shop? Does he have any dangerous hobbies that could have taken him? Dyro's a real safe runner. <laughs> a bit nervous, like me. Speaking of, your your friends aren't, you guys aren't into, like, crime, are you? I've never committed a crime a day in my life, let me Okay, so you. you're not gonna hurt hurt me? Aaron. I just, I, I don't mean this as, like, a threat, but if you were, Nara is a bit of a, a, a danger to you. I am extremely glad that you have found such a good companion. I've spent a long time looking for trustworthy friends, and it seems as if you found one. Yeah, Nara's great. Thanks. Not saying she's your partner or anything. I don't know if you misunderstood. No, 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 Jack's just... not my partner, and neither is Gingham. We're we're just com we're traveling companions. I um, that's all I assumed. <laughs> Good. So he he kind of loosens up. He goes off on a big long spiel about Nara and friends, and his discomfort that he seemed to have with Jack shaking him down seems to turn to a bit more of like a warm conversation. You can tell he's getting into his craft and he's getting a little bit more confident. Mm -hmm. uh, th thanks for listening about everything. I get kind of chatty when I do my tattoos, but... I love it. Please feel free to continue talking. I do want to eventually wrap around your friend. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I don't mean this to come off weird. Your group... You feel special? I'm sorry, that's a really awkward thing to say. It's just, I don't know. I just have a really strong sense that you're good people, and I don't get that very often around here. Uh, we, we get some shady folks in here around the Grand Bazaar. Thank you for coming in. Uh, in fact, this tattoo, hey, Nara, could you grab that coin pouch over there? This one's on the house. Uh, if you wouldn't mind giving the money back to your friend. Or have have you told him anything about what's happened over this last time? Like the dead person or what's happened so far? None of that? Um, I maybe alluded to the fact that the card came to me in a very mysterious and magical ways. And because it did so, it has crunk a little bit on the, the wariness because it seems as if other people want this card. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, he seems like he gets a little nervous at that when he talks about it and he, he breaks just for a moment to tell you that you're good people. Mm -hmm. uh, so give, give that coin back or, I mean, it seems like you're kind of in dangerous situations. If you need the help, I'd be glad to give another tattoo to one of your friends on the house and I'll just keep this, whatever works. Allow me to speak with them. Keep the coin for now as a gesture of goodwill and I'll talk with my friends. I appreciate that. And as a gesture of goodwill back to you, I would like to check in with your friend. What if what if he ran into a card that had similar danger to it? That just seems crazy to me to... Wow, I didn't think of things like that being dangerous. I mean, a card collector being in danger from well, cards? This is a powerful artifact. 
the moment I picked it up, I knew that it's... I was going to say, I bet he'd buy it off of you for a good price, but I don't know if I want him to now. Well, I hope he's okay. We we have kind of a circle of friends, if you would, a friend group that we hang out with. We play games, we share business tips. I can show you where they're located, put in a good word for you, see if they know anything. I would appreciate that. Yeah, sure. And he'll he'll talk about the circle of friends, which is himself, Dyrol, Eric Nesh from the Reliquary, and Klemeth from the Scrapyard. He'll give you some details, and he'll start going off for the next couple of hours about them and about their friend circle. And he'll give you enough information where you can get one free, inf- like you'll get a free discovery for each one once we awesome. get to them. So that's three awesome. for Clement so far, one for Eric Nish. Do they play Pathfinder together? No, 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 no. They do play Harrows and Barrows. Do they? Yeah, do they play a game oh. where they roll dice with oh, yeah. fake characters? Obviously. Out of curiosity, <laughs> I was going to stop by later at the uh, Three Moves Ahead. You know who owns that? Three Moves Ahead. That's a that's a game store, right? Hmm. Felt like another place that might carry Haro cards. Yeah. Diarol, I think, mentioned that it was some pretty significant competition at one point, but I don't know much about it. He only mentioned it, like, once. So you don't know the owner? No. Maybe I've seen him before? Not not well. Sense motive. Good I want to make sure that this trio of people didn't murk this poor lady. I'm going to roll a blind perception for you on that sense motive. I can roll it secret. Oh, yeah, do that for me. The result is right. question mark. Got it. It's been noted. The result is with me. He doesn't seem like he's lying. He's being pretty honest as far as you can tell. Okay. W- weird question. Have you ever, um, I mean, have you been interested in doing tattoos before? You seem like you're interested in, in fine crafting. I have been interested, of course. Unfortunately, these hands and one humongous like lobster claw of a hand and then one very sausagey, blunt-fingered hand are not meant to wield um, the finer tools. No, that doesn't matter. I, I've got some tips. If you're interested, I've been working on a tutorial book. I, I've been thinking of publishing it, but I can share with you what I've got I love if to you're read. interested. I'd be happy to, I don't know, edit it for you, perhaps? Oh, I've, I've got that taken care of. I wouldn't put you through the trouble, but um, a copy of it is yours. Thank you. You guys are going to get 90 more experience up to this point. Uh, and then he'll give you a copy of that book. And Crunk, next time you level up, if you would like, you can try once to make a craft check after you've picked your new skill proficiencies. Whatnot. If you succeed, you'll get the arcane tattoo feat for free. That's so exciting. Oh, sorry, tattoo, a... tattoo artist is the feat. Chase, that's so cool. I don't have i'm not ranked in crafting oh you could be next level maybe i don't know I, actually okay. it's a, it's a any time when you level up so you can right. choose when. i'm excited son i'm gonna kiss uh, this man on the mouth someday <laughs> also if your friends I, I mean the free tattoo is still on the table or you can take the money back but if you want any other work done 10 uh, percent discount for friends by the way well friends oh i'm sorry no, i mean i I'm, think so i don't have many people that I can call a friend. I, I don't believe that. You're very interesting. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Did I say something wrong? 
He no. seems like immediately uncomfortable. You said something very nice. It's like a little hunched shoulders and fight oh, yeah. the tear. It's nothing. Hey, I was thinking, we were talking about Dairol, and this came to my mind as well. One of the images from the tattoo book, I remember he's going to go grab his book of tattoos. This image right here, it reminded me above a sign above a safe place that he'd like to go. If he was ever nervous about something or wanted to get away from people, there was a place he used to like to go. And he said that if we were ever in trouble, which is kind of weird, I guess, maybe he knew he was in danger. I I didn't really take it seriously. I mean, to be honest, we had had a few drinks that night, but he he said to me at the place, and I don't remember the place, but I think that this image here reminded me of the place. I kind of remember, I thought the sign was cool, so I sketched it down. I mean, it's kind of simple now that I look at it, but it's a stylized horse in profile. I I don't usually do horses, but that night I thought it was cool. I hope that helps. I don't know. May I do a um, society check to see if I recognize what this might be part of? Yep. This is a clue, and this society check you can try anytime you get additional clues, and it will get easier the more clues you get. And if you fail, you can retry when you get another. 28. 28, don't recognize it. But you do get 80 additional experience. So in total from Arn. breaking in the XP for the group. You've gotten 120, you've gotten 200 experience from Arn so far. So he comes over, he he puts the book down. Oh, and uh, you're you're done, by the way. Oh, already. You have a tender hand. I mean, a gentle hand. I mean, you do good work. Thanks. Jack and Gingham, are you guys coming back to the store? You can come back. Cool. With yeah, devils when you and demons in, running around on the hunt for us, it's probably better to stick together. Yeah, when you get back into the tattoo shop, Aaron is like a new person. Uh, he runs up to you, Jack. All nerves seem to be gone. Oh, hey, uh, come back in, guys. Crunk's work is finished. Hope you like it. He mentioned that, uh, you know, are you looking for my friend, Viral? Yeah, that's the one. A drunk knight. I, I kind of remember he said that if he was in trouble, he was going to go to some place. He showed us. I just remember there was a sign above it. It looked kind of like this. And he's going to show you guys the horse as well. You you oh. can take your money back or uh, was, it, was it Gingham? Oh, but I did introduce Gingham as Grace. Grace? <gasps> so everything is everything is destroyed. <laughs> yeah. This is perfect. It's my Gingham and Grace. Grace. But oh, Crunk is now a, Crunk and not Kenneth, so. That's a cool nickname, though. What was, is Crunk your nickname? That's uh, uh, awesome. Um, you think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Could I, I thought it was just like a pers- sound effect from when I bump into things. <laughs> could I do oh, yeah. vibes check on this situation? I mean, you don't need to. Like, you can see that they, they got buddy-buddy in, like, kind of an awkward way. But just buddy-buddy? Oh, yeah, go ahead and roll, yeah, roll me a blind perception. Yeah, that's that's what I want to know. You can roll me a blind perception for Aaron. Okay, rolling. Crunk's just going to confidently believe that no one could possibly be interested in him. What you got? I'm He's rolled blind. a blind, sir. We don't know. <laughs> I can see what you got. <laughs> it's a question mark. Gotcha. Trick question. Okay. You think, like, maybe, maybe Aaron could be a little interested. He's, you know, they got a lot of chemistry, those two. All right. Do one of you want a, a tattoo on the house, or should I give the money back? 
Kronk was great. Great cry. Uh, you can recommend others as well if you want. We'll take you as a recommendation. But I'm one of your VIPs now? Yeah, yeah. There's not really a card. It's just we want to make sure that we're giving it to the right people, you know. Which name should people say if they, if I send them in? Kronk or? I'll remember Kronk better. It's a cooler name. No offense to like your birth name, but. Oh, birth names are terrible. I like mine. Okay. I think it's a wonderful name. Oh, thanks. So, Grace, Gingham, whatever, it's your money, so I guess you can decide what you want to do with that. Let me take a look at this horse sign thing. Yeah, sign, horse. I know it's vague. That's just, I'm just trying to help. I'm sorry. Oh, it's not a illustration. It's just his verbal description. No, it is. A, he shows you an illustration. Oh, okay. It's just, it's pretty basic. What kind of check do I need to make for Society. that? Society. Okay. Or, or maybe Katie can do another kind of lore. Yeah. What do you got for your esoteric lore? I can roll that. I rolled my society blind. Oh, okay. I've got it. You have not heard of this place. It's not enough to go off of. Okay. Oh, that's oh, bad. That was roll. almost a nat 20. It was like no. right there. Oh, 22. Do a two. All right. 22. Yeah. You haven't heard of it either. Doesn't look familiar to me. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Do you mind uh, if we take this? Oh, the yeah, sure. I'm not going to do this tattoo anyways. I, I don't. I oh, can do this was supposed to be a tattoo. Yeah. Jack. I want honest question. I thought it was just a weird no, horse picture. It's good feedback. I was drunk. It's fine. It's a good. I could tell it was a horse, Crunk. I don't know what the problem is. He's going to stuff it in his pocket. 10% friends discount to anybody if you want another tattoo. Uh, Grace, here's your money back. It was nice meeting you all. Let me assure you that the pleasure was ours. Thanks, Crunk. Uh, at this point, leaving. another group comes walking in. Another walk in uh, before I close up. So I have time for one more. Let me know if uh, you find anything out about Dyrol. We will indeed. May we see each other again soon. I hope so. Have a good night. Gingham's going to tug on Aaron's hat leg. Oh, yeah. I think you should take at least this much, and Gingham's going to give back 100 gold. Thanks. I Honestly, I make a living off of tips, so I, I really appreciate that. I appreciate everything you've done, and I really do like the horse. Don't listen to him. If you want it done, come by any time, and I'll do it for free. I will. He smiles and then goes and starts helping the other folks that just walked in. As Gingham is chatting with Aaron and these folks walk in, I want to approach this group that is entering now. Okay. Yeah, group of gnomes. Oh, kind okay. Of, kind of rough looking gnomes, like kind of gnomes that would hang out at a rough bar. Okay. I'm going to go to whoever seems like they're legitimately interested in tattoos, I guess. Yeah, there's a, there's a gnome with spiky, very extreme spiky red hair and just covered in tattoos. She's got a lip ring. Very strong. Hey, you've been here before? Yeah, what of it? I'm just saying, this guy does the best work in all of Absalom, so you better pay accordingly. This is fine work. I hope you know what kind of place of art you're stepping into here. She pokes you in the shin. Yeah, I know. Where the hell's your ink, long legs? I didn't get any. My friend just got this insane piece over here, though. Crunk, show him the show him the thing. 
oh my goodness Kronk is flustered beyond belief and just like pink cheeks shyly reveals the forearm tat the hell you do magic tattoos uh yeah by referral and appointment only he seems immediately nervous i can't afford that another skull (laughs) you can roll a diplomacy if you want jack yeah i want to try and encourage them to tip him extra yeah i like it jack feels a little badly seeing now how much crunk enjoys this person jack feels a little bad shaking him down so badly i only got a 24 though so i don't know if that's gonna do much but yeah i mean the good fortune will not affect jack anyways but you know that was pretty it was pretty kind jack go ahead and take a hero point there's your fortune there's your karma hero point Unrelated strength scores. What are your strength scores? 19. Not a fan. Not a fan of that question. 10. 10 also. 10, 10, 19. Okay. Noted. All right. Cool. You guys are out of the tattoo shop. You've left your good deed of trying to get Aaron tipped some more. Where are you guys heading off to now? Really quick. But I did just remember that at the end of the last session, Gingham did a knowledge check and discovered that we have been infected with a terrible disease. And we didn't record that and we didn't address it at the beginning of this one. And it seems relevant. It's now fine. That, now that Chase is mysteriously asking about strength scores, I am a little concerned. And we all, I think it's just you two, isn't it? Yes, I guess. I mean, we, the people, not Gingham. I have an idea, but Chase, I need to know what knowledge Gingham has on this. Let's talk about that. Which one got y'all sick? I want to say it was the uh, Iron It was the Ram. Okay. I just just heard tetanus. (laughs) The The onset is one to four days. For one week, you'll be clumsy once. And then for a day, you won't be able to speak. And then for a day, you'll be paralyzed. And then you'll die. Could we find it? Could we, could we, could we play this out a little bit? This was from like, it's scratch or? It's a, yeah, Farragon tetanus. Because the Farragon scratched you with its rusty claws. Okay. We're on our way to the scrapyard, I think. And Jack is mostly healed. But he kind of looks at his arm with a little bit of concern on his face. He holds it up to Krunk and I guess therefore Gingham, who is on Krunk's shoulder. You guys think this looks infected? This The ram thing scratched me and uh, I do feel better, Krunk. I feel mostly fine, but I don't know. Does this look weird to you? Hmm. Let me take a closer look at this. Can I do a knowledge check, Chase? Yeah, sure. Medicine. Well, let me see here. The edges are still pretty raised. I got a 30. A 30 on the medicine. Hard to tell. Could be infected. Might not be. It's a bit hard, hard to, to tell. tell. Gingham, what do you think of this? 
Now, no. Gingham, you do know that Farragons can have a Farragon tetanus, but uh, it would be a medicine to know if somebody was actually infected with it. I know that what scratched you has pet- Paragon tetanus, you know? Paragon uh, tetanus. With an F? Like with as an in F. Frank? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Chase Paragon. is trying so hard to get Katie to say it right, and she will I, not. I, I can only hear the P sound. I cannot hear an F. Paragon tetanus. Yeah. Paragon tetanus? Is that like uh-huh. a disease? Oh, yeah. So sometimes it takes one day or four days. And then and then you start dropping things and you trip for about a week. And then that's and then not so st- bad. No, but then you stop speaking for about a day. And then the next day you're paralyzed. And then you die. What? Yeah. That's what it is. Crunk, you think this looks infected? I said I didn't know if it was infected. I said it's a little raised around the edges. I don't know if you're actually infected. I kind of need to know if I'm infected. I don't want to drop dead in a week. I mean, I I don't want you to drop dead in a week either. I I don't I don't know what to I don't know what to do. Destiny that would be. I get scratched and I die a week later from some random tetanus disease. Well, technically it would be like 10 days. Not a week. That's not better, Gingham. Oh. Is there a, there must be a temple close by where we could get some, yeah. some services done. How do I get untetanist? There are, there are some spells that can detect, you know, issues like that. Uh, let's... Uh, Wait a minute, Crunk. Didn't you get scratched too? I oh, did. Yeah. I, 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 I healed the scratches away, so I don't know if anyone could detect if I was infected without doing a spell on me. Uh, how do I feel? Oh, well, it, it hasn't even been a day, so you probably feel fine. Oh. Well, shit. It seems as if we have time to figure this out, Jack. Perhaps we try this tomorrow. I guess. Hey, get your miracle elixirs here. <laughs> Removes any disease. There's a miracle elixir person right over there. Yeah, that's a load of bullshit. It seems a bit convenient. We but perhaps we should talk to them just in case. Let's do it. Let's go talk to the convenient voice there. Gnome's got a very twirly pink mustache and a very tall hat. Hey, Miracle Elixir, you look not well, sir. Yeah, what gives you that impression? Well, you got a big old gaping wound on your arm there. Looks a bit raised along the edges. You know much about this kind of medical I- stuff? I know enough about this miracle elixir cure-all. Yeah, what's it do? 20 gold, take care of anything. Never heard of a breath of life? This is like a sip of life. I would also like to do what Em is doing and roll a sense motive. Okay. On this very Uh, conveniently placed shop. Secret or no? Uh, I rolled it secret. Oh, Chase, I forgot to tell you. I have lie to me. So actually, I can use my deception, DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will take note of that. Though. I know you have lied to me, and okay. so I take note. So don't worry about it. You can just roll it normal. Okay. You know, all of you, it's a little, it's a little hard to tell. 
it seems a little iffy at best. He's got a few different colors of vials. Some of them are orange, some of them are blue, some of them are green. So what are What's these your different... favorite flavor? I got a minty one here. That's the only difference? They're just Citrus. different flavors? Yeah! 20 I don't gold? mean this to sound rude, because I don't like being rude. But I don't believe you. Hey, you know, not everybody likes to be cured of all their ailments. Some people like to be sore and lose their limbs. Some people like to die young. It's not my business. My business is healing. It just seems odd that there would be anything that can cure everything. Listen, you got your opinions. I got my opinions. My opinions is that this little vial here can take care of your friend. Would you be open to a trade? What kind of trade? Well, I'm something of a treasure hunter, and I acquired this rare dagger. (laughs) (laughs) This is actually the campaign of Pass the Dagger. The treasure hunter, where'd you find it? I found it in- Pretty basic looking dagger. Who's, Who's Victoria? Oh, you maybe have... maybe basic looking to an undiscerning eye, but I thought hey, someone I in your line of eye. business. Oh, well, that's well. what I would expect, which is why I offered it to trade. You haven't heard of Victoria? I would like to do either deception or performance, Chase. I'm Jack, roll a deception. You can yeah. assist with either one, Crunk. All Listen, right, you help You've me? not heard of Queen Victoria? She ruled 362 years ago. I'm going to spin this wonderful tale about Queen Victoria and her forbidden lover who crafted beautiful things for her, but was unfortunately far beneath her station. Oh, oh, can I add to the story? She traveled across the land and her lover gifted her this dagger in hopes that it would keep her safe, but unfortunately she died tragically. And everyone expected that her body and, and her rest, her final resting place was lost to the NLs of history, and it was unknown. But in my last expedition, I stumbled upon her final resting place and found this dagger. I love it. Roll, but if you nat one, this is an actual play and he knows it. <laughs> I rolled a yeah. 25, so I said That's plus, plus one, one for you. Okay, deception. Here we go. Adding a one. Oh, I rolled blind. Sorry. I don't That's know what okay. it is. Yeah, you don't question my culture. I know about Victoria. All right, so you found it. Yeah, that's a fair trade, sucker. Pick What'd your you flavor. Say? Not that I said it's a fair trade. Pick your flavor. I look at Crunk. Now I'm I'm starting to feel better all of a sudden. I'm not sure if uh. No, not sure if I'm right. ready okay, to part okay, with okay, this. Okay, okay, okay. Listen, listen. Okay, it is not quite a fair trade. Fine, fine. Ten gold and you take a flavor. Ten gold and the dagger. Queen Victoria's dagger. You want to talk? No, no, no. I'll give you ten gold. All right. I'm not trying to cheat you here. I give you ten gold in the elixir. You give me the dagger. Give us thirty gold, or we walk. All right, Pat. Okay, okay. Come on, settle down. No, you settle. Intimidate. Please be high. Oh, it was almost the net twenty. Twenty-two. You tried to cheat my friend, hey, my I'm not, friend listen, Jack, listen. and you lied. Come on, big guy. Ten gold. It's a steal. All right. I, I think we're all getting a little more heated than the situation calls for. I think that I would be willing to part with this for a fair twenty gold, 
We don't have to push all the way to 30. I understand you've got to run a business like anyone else here in the Grand Bazaar, so we'll settle for 20 gold in the stagger and we will take one of your elixirs. Uh, right, Kingdom, fine, did fine, you have fine. something to contribute to this exchange? I think we should take two. Two hey, elixirs? Listen, listen, I don't deal with puppets. Hey. Too many pockets, all right? Too many pockets. Are you making elixirs? assumptions about my friend? Yeah, I'm making assumptions about your friend. They're like a doll or something. Well, that's true, what? but that You know how many is... puppet crime organizations are around Absalom? 20 gold and the elixir for the dagger. Fine, we'll that's, settle that's for it. That's where I stand. And we'll I'll take... give you some healthy advice. Some healthy advice. Take the mint one, put a little bit in the wound hole. Helps it out. Got a nice little burn, like the good kind of burn. Never say wound hole again if you have a deal. <laughs> Just shake my hand and I won't have to. All right, fine. All right, he gives you 20 gold and he gives you one of the blue vials. Ingham holds their hands out for the, the vial first. Okay, I'll hand it over to Gingham. Can I do, Chase, can I do a craft? Yep. This? We are a 37 craft on this. Uh, you know, this looks like a strong antibiotic. It won't necessarily work, but it might. The value of it was probably about five gold, so he was kind of ripping you off, but you've got the fair trade now, so. I want to lean in, Chase. Mm -hmm. Hand on the table, it literally creaks beneath his massive weight as he leans forward towards this man. He's going to go, if I find out that this does not fully cure my friend Jack. You and I are going to have a conversation that ends with limbs being removed from your body. And I will retrieve this grand artifact that Jack has so kindly traded for a cure-all elixir that will save his life. Are we extraordinarily clear. Roll Intimidate. Come on, Intimidate. I need you to really work with me here. Ah, um, 25. Don't you have a hero point? I do have a hero yeah. point. If this doesn't terrify the piss out of him, I'm going to use my hero point, Chase. Nah, he starts trembling and puts his hands up. All right, all right, listen, Bout, listen. Why don't you take a nice spiral through a cone of cold and just step back there, all right? Yeah, no, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fine. I mean, I don't give any guarantees, but like I give a guarantee. What's your name? What's my name? Uh, my name is, uh, my, uh, my name's, uh, uh, Teal. Liar, tell me your name. Uh, all right, all right, pal, what are you getting so angry for? I'm it's not angry yet. It's Gobin, all right, it's Gobin. A pleasure doing business with you, Gobin. I'm gonna straighten up and turn to Jack. He pulls out a pocket watch. Oh, look, it's time to close up. And he snaps his fingers and his stand turns into a little wooden coin and he grabs it and he dashes away. Well, that was frightening. Good job, Crunk. Didn't mean to frighten you, Jack. My apologies. Oh, no, I meant that as a compliment. Oh. Stellar <laughs> performance. Well, then. <laughs> uh, we should probably be on our way. Gingham, Ging you make a lot of weird shit. Do you think you could approximate this? He swirls the, the vial. I don't know if you do liquid things. So far, you've oh. only pulled out weird objects attached to strings, but... Oh, I, I do liquid things. This one, Gingham 
is like hanging off of Krunk's spike that's, you know, nearest the end of the shoulder. Oh, that one, it might work, but it might not. But I, it won't hurt you. Right. I'm just thinking in case Krunk and I are both infected, you know, we'll need a solution. I, I think we should find a, a licensed healer. That's probably a good idea. All right. Well, either way, got rid of that dagger. What was wrong with the dagger? I knew that I was being less than truthsome, but I didn't. I don't know what the deal was with it. You wanted to be rid of it? Is it a cursed object? Oh no, I just didn't really need it. Ah, well, what a what a happy coincidence! I'm glad it has all worked out. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on out of here. As you wish. You drink in the antidote, or are you keeping it for later? I'll keep it for later elixir? because. We don't yet know if we're infected. It's possible that only one of us is infected, and it's also possible that this doesn't work at all, and it has some weird side effect. So Jack isn't going to take that risk until it is necessary to do so. Fantastic. So with that out of the way, where are you guys heading next? The scrapyard, right? I think we're still going to the scrapyard. Okay. Scrapyard is a good ways away. Now, it's probably like 4 p.m., so getting to late afternoon. And the scrapyard is across town. So you guys probably have maybe a good hour and a half or so to get there. While we're walking through the Grand Bazaar, Jack will look up to Gingham, resting on Krunk's shoulder. So, Gingham, I know you said you've also found one of those cards, but when we met, before we got ambushed by those weird demon things, you said you knew. Me, you knew us. I definitely don't remember ever seeing a poppet before. Well, making the acquaintance of one, I should say. How do you know us? Gingham sits down and swings their legs. Oh, really a poppet? Oh. But you saved me. And now I am. That doesn't I've... make sense to me. Yeah, I'm, I don't recall doing that. We did. There was, there was day, and then there was night. That is how cycles of time work. And then I was saved. And that's what I remember. That's it? Oh, and your faces. Wait, night. Did it change really quickly? Oh, I don't know. I just know there was night. And you were there, and Krank was there, and I was saved. Krank, do you... Jack? Jack will lean over to Krunk and, like, try to have an aside, even though... I'm just going to put a hand <laughs> yeah. on Gingham's yeah. face. <laughs> Gingham on Krunk's shoulder. Do you think there's any chance that that woman who was tied up with the hags could now be in this bot body am i are you following me is that a thing that could happen i don't know i suppose in the world of things anything could happen but is it likely she exploded into mist if she has reincarnated it could also clearly be likely that perhaps this is your mother or one of the people that we killed. 
with the potential of it being his mother, Jack reflexively like shoves Gingham off of Krunk's shoulder to the ground. Ugh! Get away! Well, I said it could. I didn't say it is. Gods, do you think it's my mother? Wait, are you my mother? Oh, who are you? Who were you? I mean, before. I don't know. I, I'm Gingham. I know that. I know. I don't know if there was a before. I don't know how much memories are transferred over with the souls, if I'm being completely honest with you. Was, Chase, did your mother make things? Was she capable of giving, like, trinkets and baubles out? Has she ever given anyone any sort of item before? Oh, I have another thing. Gingham holds up a coin to crack. Jack, Jack, like, keels away from it. I'm not, I don't, here, take this. And he pulls off the fear gem and the jade bobble and, like, tosses them back at you. I don't know. Crunk, I didn't spend time with my mother. You understand that, right? We weren't, we didn't have a relationship. The relationship was... situation. No, it, sure. it was quite simple. She wanted to call me there to die. That was the end of the relationship. Oh, she oh. didn't seem to want you to die when we were there. Well, that's just because she was going to die. Oh, I don't a want you to die. Complicated situation all around. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Chase, can I make a hag lore check? Yep. Okay. Make it blind, though. Okay. I rolled some dice, and I got a result. You're not sure. Could be. Could be. But just as you're having those thoughts, you feel your card warm wherever you keep it and kind of space out for just a second. And those same images run through your head of danger and pain. And Gingham is always right there on your side through all of those images, as brief as they are. Jack is slightly catatonic in the marketplace for about 30 <laughs> seconds. Jack? Jack. Oh, Kingdom, you must God. tell me, do you mean my good friend Jack any harm? Kingdom's gathering up what Jack's thrown back at them. <laughs> well, there you have it, Jack. This Kingdom here doesn't mean you any harm. You don't have to worry about them. Okay. Listen, Kingdom. I don't know who you were. Chase is loving this. (laughs) I don't know if you're somehow my hag mother reincarnated into a new form that somehow forgets that she wants to kill me. Or if you're that random lady we happened to save who then exploded into a fine red mist and who is now reincarnated into a strange puppet. I don't know, but I'm going to choose to believe that you are a friend for the time being, because that's what this weird card thing keeps telling me. So please don't prove me wrong. Please don't be my mother. (laughs) Please don't be my mother. (laughs) (laughs) But let me just assure you that if I am wrong and you prove me wrong, that's not going to end well for you. Are we clear on this? If you're wrong. I think it was as clear as it's going to possibly be, Jack. Okay, I don't want to think about this anymore. It's really stressing me out. 
seems forlornly putting the items back in their bag of holding. So sad. What I'm going to give, uh, like, just like a surreptitious. Oh, I don't know if I say that word. Surreptitious? Yes. A little thumbs up to Gingham. Just let him cool off. It'll be fine. <laughs> Mommy issues. Let him be. Let him be. Just, hey. I'm just creating more chaos in the road. Don't oh, mind it's me. Good. Just a little bit of chaos. All right. You guys get to the scrapyard across town. This scrapyard is surrounded by a very nice wall. Now, you guys have probably seen scrapyards around different places before. They're not necessarily uncommon, but they're usually pretty dirty, nasty, like not the healthiest looking of places. This place is beautiful. It's got like a very nicely kept white painted wall around it. There's some exotic looking trees peeking over the wall. You guys can actually see it here for those of you who are watching. You can see it here. Got a little picture. Some nice color, colorful trees poking over the wall. And uh, it's got a sign out front that says Reclaimed Paradise. And uh, there's a, a nice little house in the front with a fence once you cross into the wall. And you can see that once you enter the little entryway through the wall, you can see behind the house, there is a bunch of scrap. And behind that fence, you can see somebody currently working. Why don't you go ahead and describe this person for us, Em? This uh, lovely oh my work goodness. lady. First off, she's like the hybrid between stunning and scary she's got uh, a broad nose that looks freckled with perhaps boils but the most elegant eyes very shapely and purely golden red wide lipstick lips with two cute little tusks poking out over them as she grins broadly at us. The sides of her head are shaved with dark black hair running in a strip down the middle and little goggles balanced on her forehead. Besides that, her clothes are a sleeveless tank with like a sturdy leather apron on the front. But on each apron strap, there is these Big plumes of gray fur. I think that's the best way I can describe this muscleicious mommy. <laughs> yes. Now you guys gathered some information about her in advance. So you know that this is her scrapyard, Reclaimed Paradise. And you know that her name is Clemeth Falk. That's who you're looking for. As you guys walk in to Reclaim Paradise, she catches a glimpse of you through the fence and she turns towards you, fists on her hips and uh, catches your gaze. And then she gives a big smile, waves a very large hand on a very, very muscled arm. Like this woman looks very strong. She'll greet you guys into the scrapyard and we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll wrap there until next time. Let's let's try to be friends with this one. Agreed. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please share your thoughts with us in a review and maybe tell a fellow geek about it. If you like what we do and want more, you can find all of our links in the show notes, including our YouTube, where we've posted all of our actual play videos. You can also show your support by purchasing dice and accessories from Fanroll Dice, 
with the coupon code LEVEL1GEEK for 10% off. Now, go take a long rest, drink plenty of water, and we'll catch you next time. Did it begin with a K? Nope. Did it begin with a C? Nope. Did it begin with an S? Nope. I don't know this name. Dyrol Mirnes. I knew that. Yeah. A K, a C, and an S. Those are all in there. They're just silent. <laughs> silent K. And I feel like it is relevant to mention that Chase chose to make that spell weirdly sexual also. <laughs> we'll take the lot. You're buying out the candy cart. Yes, that's I am. I am Harry Potter right now. We'll take the lot.